cheese, burgers, church, fans, random thoughts, two best friends, every Monday, tune on in, cause Jeff and Dave, we've just began, dishing stories, serving laughs, don't panic, now just relax, American cheese is where it's at, oh yeah, we've got your back. <laughs> Starting out with a banger, I love it. Jeff already almost knocked his microphone over. And Ella's giving him the throat slash, like, we gotta redo it. You ruined my intro, and then he man. spitting up water. Oh in the middle of the intro, We're pros, I about man. knocked my mic over and spit water up my nose and eyeballs. We are pros. Speaking of pros, producer Ella. Yeah, it's me. Give us some uh, stats on what we're looking at so far. How are we doing first two episodes? Okay. And where are people listening to our podcast? So, so far, the American Cheese Podcast has 247 all-time downloads. I love wow. all of you. I love all of you. She's crazy. Can you, can you see, like, where those downloads are coming from? Are they coming from, um, like, Sun City? We actually, <laughs> we can. So, we have 99.12% of our listeners are in the United States, but oh, okay. we have 0.88% from Singapore. Wow. We have 0.88%. Is that, like, a little person? Like, a, like a three-quarters person? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but shout out to our Singapore listener. Shout out Singapore. What oh. do we know about Singapore? What do we know about Singapore? How many? I what, remember. What, what, um, what language do they speak? Singaporeese? <laughs> do they sing the language? I don't know. I, I don't know where Singapore is. I'll be honest with you. I'm really? not really good at geography. Like if you had to guess, you've got like North America, Central America, those South are con- America. Those are continents. <laughs> Antarctica. Where, um, like, like, where, um, like where would you? Um, South America. South America. It's like America, but south. It's like, <laughs> isn't that from up? <laughs> that's from is, up. is that an up? That's I love an, that line. Oh, gosh. Where is Singapore? What continent is it on? It is, uh, it's, it is Southeast Asia. Okay. So it's... it's is off. that close to South America? No. no okay. it, nowhere yeah. near it. I don't think it could be any further from South America. <laughs> you know what I remember about Singapore? What's that? They caned that kid who did graffiti. Remember? Oh, that's right. I think that's all I know about. I wouldn't even. I've never heard of Singapore except for that. They're really good at child discipline. I bet you. Yeah. I bet you they're. They, I bet you they don't um, ditch school there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So all right. Well, yeah, well Singapore. Where else? Where else do we have people? We're in the U.S. Like outside of Arizona. Like where, where's our people? Okay, so ninety-six downloads in Arizona. Okay. That's not surprising. We own the Arizona market. Yeah, we clearly. Do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have seven from Georgia. Ooh, Ooh, nice Georgia people. Good job. Who do we know in Georgia? Um, uh, like Louis Giglio, Andy Stanley. Oh, makes sense. Charles Barkley. Like they film like the TNT. In Georgia? Okay. Yeah. I think that's in out of Atlanta. So it's probably the people. Probably those guys. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Makes sense. Four in Utah. Shout yeah. out O'Neill's. Thank yeah. you. And, and there's an issue there. Doesn't O'Neill have like 17 Yeah, O'Neill, you got, you got at least six people in your family. I'm going to need six downloads from yeah. Utah for the next one. We're slacking. Um, two in Texas. Nice. One in California. One from Illinois. And one from New York. I wonder if the California person enjoyed me ripping on L.A. the whole time, or Ooh. maybe we're going to lose him. We'll get him back this week. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> probably too busy hugging a tree, <laughs> growing out armpit hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far we've managed to offend our one listener from California and Singapore. He'll be back. Go. He'll yeah. be back. Did we offend Singapore just because I don't know where it is? Yeah. I don't, maybe. Well, they can't understand what we're saying. We, we don't have a... Okay. <laughs> we don't have a... If this is multiple languages yet, do we? That's well, uh, this well, week... We had the Suns in-season tournament game against the Lakers. Oh, my gosh. Speaking I've, of things in L.A. we hate. I've got a lot of thoughts. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you might as well. I mean, we're probably going to have the very similar thoughts. So the first thing I'll talk about, like, we'll save the refs for later because obviously I don't want to let them off the hook. Um, but it's not all the refs' fault sure. and the last place fault. We played bad. When I watched that first half, I legit thought Booker had money on the other team. Like, it was, <laughs> it was awful. If you're just yeah. looking at paper stats – then you're going to look at Booker's points, rebounds, assists, and be like, he played good. He played bad. A lot of, we had 22 turnovers? Yeah. 22. 20 plus. I think it was 20 plus going into the fourth. 20 plus turnovers, and that's just balls were given away. They weren't like really good plays from the Lakers. They were just lazy passes. So you got all that. And I also just need some better brains from some people. So a couple key plays that really ticked me off. Um, Booker throws a ball away. It's fine. But then he compounds it by fouling LeBron on purpose so he doesn't make the layup. Correct. But it's like, this is your fourth foul. Dumb. Dumb, dumb. I'd rather have LeBron have two points than you have your fourth foul. For sure. And then his fifth foul, it was like, he was mad at Reddish, which is fine. He runs in the lane, trucks him in the back. It's such an obvious fifth foul. Which shows that he knows he's not performing, so he's playing frustrated. Yeah. He let the frustration get the best of him. And then even Durant, his last two fouls. Not his last two. I think three and four. He tried to get out of that way to let the guy make the layup. So if you're going to get out of the way, get out of the way. Sure. But he put his hand on his back. 
Yeah, it was stupid. Ticky tack, but still, just don't touch them. Yeah, there's a little bit of uh, emotional immaturity is kind of what I saw. And I don't know that it's always there, but it was no, definitely there, it was last, there last, night last night. Because L.A. Even, always brings like the worst of uh, of us. But then even Durant's fourth foul, he shoved. I mean, the guy took a dive, and the refs could have called a flopping technical. Sure, he yeah. still put both his hands Ethan in his back. Was yelling, and yeah, Ethan was yelling like, at the TV at that you point. You don't need to do that. So those were just some bad... How much of that do you think is coaching? I mean, do, do, does any of that go on Vogel? I mean, at what point um, is that just, no, they're men, you know, men are men, and even though they're, they're young men, but like at what point is some of this, some coaching that it's like, okay, let's get, let's get our reins on this gentleman. I think ultimately it's still, based on what's happened so far, it doesn't look good that we're ever going to be healthy. Sure. But there's still a level of you can't really judge the team until we're healthy. So, and then when you're not healthy, you've got guys in roles they're not normally going to be in. So you're still figuring stuff out, ironing it out. But at the end of the day, we missed a bunch of free throws. Booker missed a bunch of shots. We had a bunch of turnovers sure. in a game that was decided by three points. I mean, yeah. So. I mean, if we would have played 10% better, we win the game by yeah. five, seven points, right? For sure. So, so the Lakers don't scare anybody. They get no. the win, but nobody's afraid of the Lakers. Um, but how much of this is good that we're learning this intensity right now with an in six? Like, I didn't know, like, when Ethan was explaining the in-season tournament during the offseason, like, hey, they're going to do this kind of like some of, the, you know, the college basketball stuff. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't know what I thought about it. But I thought, eh, in our case, like, this is good for us to kind of gel with that type of intensity. I didn't know what I thought about it either. Doc Rivers, I was listening to him talk about it, and he said it's a really good measuring stick. So yeah. people will love it because you're going to learn – who you can play, who you can't play. Sure. Who's going to bring it when it matters. Um, and so, you you know, you see guys like Nasir Little, who didn't do very good, and Keta Bates, Diop, and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, maybe those guys won't play. Even Eubanks came in and was awful. I, I think have, Eubanks is always awful, personally. That means a backup center. You're yeah. not going to so, get much out of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Booker had a bad game, but I don't expect Booker to play like that most often. So, so how much are you an NBA conspiracy theorist, Dave? So I know, like, there's no gun to my head. I die if I get the answer wrong. You ask me if the NBA has integrity, the answer is no. Yeah. Like, it's 100%. They don't always care who wins, but they always influence to try to get what they want. Well, for, for sure, because, like, Ethan and I were talking, like, even with uh, those who are going to Vegas, it's a lot of small market teams, and it's like, how much does people not watch if the Lakers aren't in it? Oh, they needed LeBron. Yeah. Which I don't understand because I just like basketball. So sure. I'd rather watch good basketball. So I don't care. I don't care who's in the game. I just want the game to be called fairly. But this is why the international game is better. They don't give star star treatment and the rules are better. So that's why like games in the Olympics and stuff are just more fun. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, there's no way. They definitely don't want sweeps. So you can always tell in playoffs when a team goes up 1-0, 2-0, the other team always gets a favorable whistle. Sure. And it's not always blatant. Like, a lot of people, sometimes they'll look at foul calls, like foul shots from last night, and they'll be like, well, the team's both shot almost 20 free throws. And it's like, yeah, but who are the fouls on, and when are they happening? Correct. When you call three touch fouls on Nurkic in the first quarter, then all of a sudden he can't play, and all of a sudden Anthony Davis has no one to play against. Correct. Kevin Durant's trying to box him out. And, yeah, he's tall, but he's not strong. He doesn't have a size, yeah. And so then you notice that in the second half, not that Nurkic is great, but just the fact that he's a big body out there. Anthony Davis didn't make his second field goal. So there's four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then I have a question about Anthony Davis. Do you think he wears mascara? He's the softest person. Like, I mean, I'll give LeBron that credit because I like the Imidoku, whatever his name is, called him soft uh -huh. and was going at him, which was funny because you could tell it took LeBron by surprise. LeBron's like, we, we don't say that word. We're grown men. And then <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Nobody talks back to me like that. Yeah, you ignored my but, um, you ignored my question. Do you think that um, he wears mascara? I think he'll do anything that's because questionable. His eyes. And, every time I look at him, I'm like, this, that dude's wearing mascara. It's that. It's the yelling, which I can't stand. Like when he grows into the lane, he just throws himself into someone and goes yeah. ah. And it's yeah. I blame him for wearing mascara, but yeah. I also blame the NBA for rewarding it. If you're gonna call flopping technicals, like start giving people technicals for yelling when there's no contact because they're just trying to sell people. They're trying to trick the refs. And it's not entertaining basketball. I don't want to watch on anybody. And Booker got some good calls, and Durant gets some ticket tack calls, and I don't want any of them to get any of it. Sure. Every game should have 50% less free throws. And as a defender, you should be allowed to stand there. Like when Nurkic is in the lane, he should be allowed to stand there. And when Davis comes running in and just flails his body at him and then gets a free throw, like that's stupid. Yeah, I agree. And that's 
influence from the league. Correct. Well, yeah, because even like the with the last like seven seconds, that horrible. So here, I got I got five examples. Okay, I think. give me five. Oh boy, we'll see. Maybe it's not five. So usually when anybody gets hit in the head, they call flagrant almost all the time. We had a play against Denver. Nurkic turned around. He had the ball. He was posting up. He elbowed Jokic in the <laughs> face. Automatic offensive foul, flagrant. And it was probably the right call. It was fine. I didn't really care. I knew we were going to lose that game. And so uh, Reddish hits Booker in the head on a layup. They call the foul, but they don't call flagrant. And they don't even review it, which is kind of weird. So that's fine. A little later, same thing. Reddish like clotheslines Booker. I don't know if you remember that play. Booker's going in the lane, and Reddish just kind of grabs sure. him almost by the neck yeah. and pulls him down. And same thing. They don't even review it. Correct. It's like, this is egregious. If that happened to LeBron, you know oh. it was a automatic flagrant. So they have that one. Then there's a play where Nurkic is back and Davis down, and Davis grabs him and pulls him backwards, then gets out of the way, and we lose the ball. No call. There's a play LeBron's going down the lane, throws his elbow up, elbow, hits Nurkic right, right. in the face. Yep. The Saw same it. exact play Nurkic did to Jokic. No call. And then it goes to Davis for a layup. Um, and then the last play, which was I'm going to break it down for stupid Laker fans who <laughs> are trying to do it. So the, the cover-up is always worse than the crime. And the NBA doesn't want to be known for cheating, even though everybody knows, everybody knows they cheat. Even all the players last night, like Tyler Halliburton and Mikkel Bridges, these people were all like, wow. Even Reggie Miller on the air was like, wow. And yeah. So then the NBA tries to come out with his lame Two-minute report is like, Gosh. the ball was pinned against his leg, Reeves' his leg. possession. But it wasn't. And so the last play of the game, we've got Booker running up to Reeves. It looks like he was going to foul him. But if you watch it from a different angle, Booker stopped. And Reeves backed into him. And we know this because Chris Paul used to pull that crap all Correct. the time. And they started calling offensive fouls on it two years ago. They changed the rules. You're not allowed to stop and then jump backwards Correct. I in the backcourt. Yeah. And so, if anything, it should have been an f- offensive foul on Reeves. So they don't call it, which is fine. They shouldn't have called it. Ball's loose. Um, he doesn't have possession. It's six feet away from him. Absolutely. Before LeBron calls timeout. They give him the timeout. And then another thing Laker fans are whining about, they're like, look at the replay, it hit Booker's, full, oh, hit Booker's foot. And I know reading's hard for Laker fans, <laughs> but it has to be an intentional kick for it to be a kicking violation. Sure. If I'm just standing there, and the ball hits my foot, it's not a kicking violation. Correct. So the ball was loose. It's not a foul. If anything, it was a foul in Reeves. It's not a kicking violation. And we had the ball under the hoop to make a layup to tie it. So there's still time on the clock. Yeah, they could have had a game winner. But the refs took that chance away from us. And then they tried to pretend like Reeves had possession instead of just admitting, be like, hey, we messed up. Correct. So for me, the tournament is now tainted, and they won't get any of my attention. So I won't watch one game. I was wondering I won't listen this, to one podcast. Nothing. And I should have googled it and checked it out because again, I read that I read that article saying that the NBA did their two minute report. Yeah. Now they've done that before. They do it every game. Okay. So how often do they say, "Yeah, we got it wrong"? Every now and then they will. I don't know if they've ever done it in like a playoff game sure. or even a game last night that matters. They probably yeah. have, but I don't know that they would admit something like right. that because it wasn't like here's what it, like officiating is not that hard. It's just not sure. And all the time you hear people say, yeah, they make mistakes. But if you didn't see something happen, then it didn't happen. And so, like, if there's no foul, there's no contact, you're blowing the whistle on anticipation. You think something's going to happen. And a lot of that comes in. Like I know for a fact the NBA is like, it'd be great if the Lakers made it to Vegas. So let's, you know, hey, Nurkic touch foul one, two, changes the whole game. Absolutely. So it's stuff like that. We used to do that. Non, I know Stern was in charge back then, and he's an awful human, yeah. and he's gone, and the world's better for it. But uh, <laughs> 2002, I have no dog in the fight. I don't care sure. about the Lakers because the Suns are terrible. I don't care about the Kings at all. And I remember watching Lakers-Kings 2002 with my cousin Ted. And NBA obviously wants a game seven because they get more money. Sure. Going into fourth quarter, Lakers are losing bad. And then we'll look it up later because I forget the exact number. It's, it's insane. If you were to watch the game, you'd be, I'm, I was just watching. I'm just like, I can't believe they're doing this. They're just cheating right in front of me so they can force a game seven. And then the Lakers won game seven. So that's like what the NBA does. It's not, hey, we're going to make sure the Lakers win. It's like, we're going to make sure there's six or seven games. Sure. We're going to make sure the series goes longer so we get more money. Then well, the, whoever and the, wins, whoever And the biggest wins. markets are tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. So, for sure. So if you think the NBA is on the up and up, you're dumb. They're not. 
I wish that I could quit, but I just can't yet. I just keep <laughs> thinking, like, maybe the Suns well, will get one, and then I just never have to watch again. Well, the Suns was all, or was all we had forever, so it's, like, just into yeah. our DNA. Yeah. As much as we want to. No, I really want them. I want to see them win once. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to, but I want it. That's going to happen. So those are my Suns' thoughts. And yeah. ultimately, it doesn't matter because it's just a regular season game. For sure. But Do I does... really care if the players make an extra 500000 No. Um, but until we're healthy, it doesn't matter who we are. We'll never know who we can be until we're healthy, and maybe that never happens this yeah, year. Yeah, we're going to be healthy for like three games. Right, and that's the other thing. You can't just be healthy. You need to be healthy for like 20, 30 games. Correct. You need to like figure out gotta gel. You rotations and yep. who's here and who's there, and things are going to be a lot different if we sure. ever have all three stars. So those are my son's thoughts. Son's thoughts. Any other thoughts on that, Dave, or Dave or Ethan? No. No, but I did look up uh, Lakers-Kings, 27 free throws in the fourth quarter. Can you imagine That's that? That's insane. I'm telling you, dude, if you watched that game now, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe <laughs> that they got away with it. There should be a congressional. And there was no social media back then, which social media can be great or awful. But one thing it does do sometimes is it can hold people accountable. That's true. And David Stern never could have got away with the stuff he was doing if people were able to like mm-hmm. talk about it and share it. Yeah. And yeah. then you go to like the 2007 Sun Spurs where... Donahue went to prison yeah. for fixing games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He knew who was going to win because he could bet on refs' tendencies. On Correct. they admitted they hated Sarver, which you know, so do we. But maybe hates a strong word. But I'm pretty glad he's not our owner anymore. Sure. But they didn't like him and he they didn't, didn't want him to win. And you could watch Game Five of that series, and we had the whole suspension thing, which was bogus. But what's more egregious than the suspension thing is earlier in that game, I don't remember who did it some Suns player and Spurs players started shoving each other. And Tim Duncan came off the bench inside the three-point line and someone had to grab him and pull him back. And I remember everybody was like, letter of the law for Suns, but not letter of the law for Spurs. And it was just, and everybody's like, well, the Spurs aren't a big market. And it's like, you're dumb. Like the Spurs are a big international market. Sure. And that's what Stern wants. If he gets them in there, he's getting the Virgin Islands and he's getting Argentina and all these people. And yeah. Singapore. Yeah, and you're Singapore. getting anti-Sarver. Yeah. yeah, which is in uh, North America now. They just moved. They just moved. They just moved. They just moved up the north. In the last ten minutes, <laughs> they just moved to the north. So I'm done complaining okay. about the Suns. Well, it's been a um, it's been an interesting start to the week. Okay, tell me. Um, well, two things. One, um, I know you're an animal lover, Dave. I love dogs. Dogs. Okay, so that was actually my question. I told okay. you I was going to ask you an animal question. Do you love all animals or just dogs? I love dogs. And I don't want any animal to suffer needlessly. Sure. But I don't, like, worry about it. Okay. But do insects count as animals? No. They okay. definitely don't. They, yeah, they, they could all they, die. They don't have souls. I think, okay. I think animals, do, animal, do, do dogs have souls? Sure. Oh, they say all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, I want that to be true. Okay. I want that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. want to see Spike and there's, Bailey when they get up there. There's religions that have started based upon that statement right there. I want that to be true. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I in our backyard, we've got a... Um, I don't know, a handful of large pine trees. Okay. And we currently have a, um, I don't know, probably a 14 to 16-inch owl. Ooh. Have you seen it? uh, Yeah, we've seen it. And it's creepy. There's something about owls that are creepy. Well, they're ferocious. Are they ferocious? Owls rip cats apart. And mice, like, they can really, they're predators. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Um, they're not going to mess with Louie because Louie's bigger. Yeah. Here's what I'm not. But if you had a smaller dog, like, they they could take care of it, I think. Here's what I'm not okay with. Yeah. This owl that lives in my backyard. Right. He hoots. It's a he. Is, is it? I haven't checked. I got to blow some feathers. You around just assume it. gender. <laughs> you know what? If I am assuming a gender, <laughs> I think I'm assuming it's a woman. Okay. Because it it has a lot of words. Okay. Yeah. And it very it, talkative. Ella just rolled her eyes at me. Can, can I not say that? <laughs> we'll edit that out later. <laughs> we never edit anything out. I just no. love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like it's like we're gonna write that off. Yeah. We have gonna, no idea what a write off does. You don't even know what a write off is. <laughs> Seinfeld. Um, and so, yeah, we have this owl that hoots in our backyard. Like, Amber and I will be laying in bed at like 2 a.m., and this okay. thing just like is getting after it, and it won't, it won't shut mm. up. And there's times like I'll turn off the alarm, I'll go outside, I'll get a flashlight, I'll shine it at it, and it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? I'm going to kill it? you if I find you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can fly. She can fly. She whatever. can fly. Yeah. yeah. And she's just, she's just yelling at me, and I can't get any sleep in the middle of the night. And so um, I text a good friend of mine, Austin, who's a, um international hunter. Right. Big game, small game, like yeah. in anything. Whatever it takes. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, whatever it takes. And I go, and I actually asked him the question. And I go, hey, is it illegal to uh, to kill an? I go, no. I, I go, how much trouble would I get in if I killed an owl? Okay. And um, he said they're federally protected, you know, quite a bit. Why? I, great question. 
And I'm like, why? They're not like endangered, like bald bald eagles, are they? Right? I I don't know the reason why that they are. Um, I don't know the reason why that they're federally protected. But but it's trespassing. (laughs) You you should have a right to protect your property. property, Exactly. And so I just feel like, yeah, it's definitely a she. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, um, and so I want to know what I can do about this owl. You know, either legally or I wonder if they're afraid of anything. Like if you put. That's what I was going to wonder. Like, where are they the at? The, where are they at in the food chain? In your backyard, or if you got like because you know, because I can put an owl on my roof to get rid of pigeons. Some bad smells. What do I put on my roof to get rid of owls? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Louie. I have I no put, ideas. Should I put Louie up there? Let Louie sleep in the backyard. Yeah. And see what he can do, but he's not going to be able to catch her. Okay. So that's that's one of my issues this week that we got to we got to figure out how to solve. So Singapore if we have, listener, send in uh, some advice like, for yeah, how we get Singapore rid of this owl. Yeah, Singapore listener, they probably eat owls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have right? we ever had it? Do, I'm sure some people eat owls. Yeah, in Singapore. I wonder what they taste it's a, like. It's a South American delicacy. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then this week, actually today, I got this um, this phone call, and I'm going to use my go-to name because I don't want to out this person because okay. they could be um, our listener in in Sun City. Yeah. Um, but my my go-to name is Carl. Okay. And so Carl calls me, and I, and I don't even know who this guy is. Like he calls me, got my cell phone number. And he calls me Pastor Jeff. He's like, "Hey, Pastor Jeff, um, I'm getting married again." Okay, again. Would, would yeah, and that okay. um, yeah. So yeah. I, I caught that. And then, um, he goes, "Would you be willing to um, marry me and my new wife again?" Okay. And I said, "Hey, Carl, remind me how do I how do I know you?" Yeah. And so a good friend of yours and mine, Randy Williams, who's actually our pastor up in Anthem. Yeah. Um, Randy used to have a little business called Phoenix Wedding Pastors. Okay. And he it was it was on the internets on the right. worldwide webs on the web. And people would find Randy, and uh, Randy would you know meet with them and perform weddings and things like that. And every once in a while, Randy would get so busy he would you know refer weddings to different people. And so it was like a little side hustle. And so Randy sent me this wedding, oh probably ten fifteen years ago, and I'd never done a wedding for somebody I hadn't known before. Okay. And so I go and I meet with this couple and I meet them at a at a Borders. Remember Borders bookstores? You don't read books, so but there's there's these stores that sell just books, Dave. And there's picture there's no, books. There's no screens. There's no, there's no screens in. There's picture DVD books. Players? There's cooking books. What other bookstores are there? That's um, out there. I know one of them. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. That's yeah. the one I know. What's the one you just borders? Borders. I, I definitely never went to a borders. <laughs> 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 Do they have geography books there? Can I, I learn about continents? I, I knew they had like uh, I knew they had like coffee shops and stuff because I met okay. him at this borders. And, okay. And, and he was the one telling me about it. And so, and then I still can't quite picture it. And he goes, um. Remember, I'm the guy that answered the door naked. And I'm Whoa. like, oh, he remembers that. I remember that now. And I so I go back to this. I met this couple, and we're I'm doing their premarital counseling, and they're like, hey, we're just it's both of their second weddings, second marriages. Back then, it was their second. Yeah. So okay. this is number three, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't get. Yeah, Carl. Once yeah. you get to three, just stop. yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> and um, and so I get I get to and it's just a backyard wedding. And so I get to their house on the day of the wedding, and I knock on the door, and Carl's son answers the door. And he's like, um, I go, hey, I'm Jeff. I'm the wedding pastor kind of deal. Yeah. And Carl from the other room goes, um, is that Jeff? And he's like, yeah, send him into the room. And I, you know, a lot of times you get there, and the guys are putting their tuxes on right. and getting their boutonnieres and things like that. This was wedding day. This is wedding day. Okay. This is like three months after I first met him. Keep in mind, 15-minute, 20-minute conversation. Okay. I, this is yeah. all I've ever met this guy. How old is his son? Uh Teenager, maybe okay. early college. Okay. He's got his suit on. Right. Dude's ready to go. I go into the bedroom and he, and just because I'm going to, towards Carl's voice, hey, I'm in here. I go in there and the way the bedroom is set up, I can't see into the bathroom. It's kind of like around the corner. Okay. But I could see like he opens up the door and I see steam come out. <laughs> he just got out of the shower. Something. Carl comes out, no joke. And he's like, hey, Jeff, good to see you. And he's like, he comes in for a Fresh out of the shower, he like comes moist in for like, kind of like yeah, moist <laughs> hug, and, and and he's like he's he's completely naked, which and, is weird. Yeah, I mean not even like a towel around his waist. I understand like changing. But oh my like, gosh! And and he like going to, and and then he, and he can tell I wasn't going to go in for a hug, so he puts his hand out and uh, and he quoted me out today. He goes, "Hey, I'm the guy that you know greeted you naked, and <laughs> you said, hey, um, before we shake hands, why don't you cover that thing? Put up? a towel on or something. <laughs> so that does make me think of." I go to, you know, work out a lot at the gym and obviously you can tell, right? Yeah, you and look clearly. Great. You look great. And it leaking like I'd I'd change there sometimes, which makes sense. I don't care if people change, but I never never understood just being naked oh. and comfortable around strangers. 
Like for sure. Just like walking from the shower to the scale and then back to your locker. And so a lot of times I'll be there with Jack and Lincoln. And if we ever walk in and there's like a naked dude, I, I can just, imagine I just, Lincoln right I just now. look at Lincoln immediately <laughs> and he just has to bury his head. He can't take it. He just can't not laugh at it. Oh, and sometimes so he just great. has to run out of the locker room. Oh. And he's like, why, Dad? Why, why? Dad? Well, I'm glad Lincoln wasn't with me on this wedding day. It is weirder when you're young and you see yeah. old naked people. And so but. he's like, so will you do my wedding? He goes, I promise I won't I won't open the door naked this time. But wear tux to the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> promise I'll wear all the clothes you that know, he has? You know what? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think it's getting more and more casual, obviously. I mean, you can't get more, much more casual than naked. I love it. Well, but. Christmas is coming up, and I had a question for you. Yeah, hit me. Do you uh, do real tree or fake tree? We have, well, we started with uh, real trees, and I was like hardcore real tree guy. Okay. And then two things happened. Um, one, it's House like, burned down. No, not okay. yet, but that would be better. I one mean, red flag. N- now this sounds really lame. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, but two things happened. One, it's like, I remember we bought one one year at Target. Yeah. And, um, and like a week after we got it, we're still like three weeks before Christmas. It's like completely dead, like brown, okay. dead. Right. And so Amber and I have to undecorate it. Take buy a new one. Take the tree back to Target and say, "Hey, um, this, it's dead." See, I never would have done that. Yeah, I'd been like, "This is our tree. I this know. is what we have this year." I know that. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised. I mean, it was a moment of weakness. Yeah, we and didn't so, have kids yet, probably. Yeah, we definitely didn't have okay, kids. Okay, so you got more energy. Yeah, and then that. when the kids were little, we switched from Target to Home Depot. Okay, and I don't know if you guys remember this. We would go to Home Depot, get a tree, and Ethan and Ella would sit on top of the tree on the big orange cart, and we'd push it like through the parking lot. Okay, and load it in the car. And then um, the second issue is they're just so messy. And like, what do I do with this thing afterwards? So I got, you, you know what you do with it? Yeah. What Maybe do you do? I don't want to. I don't want to out someone else. I don't want to get them in trouble. Oh, but one do. time we were trying to get rid of a tree. Same thing. We're like, what do we do with this stupid tree? No, what do I do? And we were driving around with it in the back of a truck, and it was at nighttime. Yeah. And we're like, just pull this tailgate down and take off. Take off real fast. And then that's it. So yeah, we left the tree some neighborhood somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no better place I to mean, put it. I mean, is it really littering if it's biodegradable? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. So but I think they smell kind of, and I don't like the smell. Yeah. I had a real tree once that smelled bad. And so I'm like, this is dumb. And then one other red flag for us, my, I already talked about Spike earlier. I don't want to cry. Oh, gonna, Spike's our favorite. We, got it, we had a real tree. We didn't have kids, and we had Spike. He peed on every present. He just, pe- <laughs> he just peed on it every day. He's like, this is a tree. Leg up. Oh, yeah, it's done. So, um, so we switched to fake trees, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Our first fake tree we bought at Kmart. Okay. God rest her soul, Kmart. They're dead, right? I think she's dead, yeah. yeah. Um, the owl's a he, but Kmart's a she. I don't know. I can't, 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 can't quite figure out the genders of um, our conversation today. Okay. But our first one, actually, um, you plugged it in, and it rotated 360. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. the trees that are pre-lit. Yeah. Kind of on. Katie doesn't. She'd like to decorate. She enjoys that. See, I hate doing the lights, mm. so the last one we have right now. So now, in this house, we've got higher ceilings, so we bought a big fake tree. Yeah, it's tall. And it's already, it's already pre-lit, so... Nice. My contribution is I stand it up, I snap the pieces in place, it's lit, I put the big star on top, and then the kids get after decorate. it with the, nice. the decoration. And I did enjoy decorating a tree when I was a kid, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that makes me think of decorations. You ever do any luminaries? You know what a luminary is? So I used to pay for going to winter camp when I was in high school. We would make... Selling luminaries. We would sell luminaries, and it was like a little sweatshop in my garage my, we'd have to take my dad's truck to the church and kids. So imagine like at Palmcroft, like where, like the uh, sand volleyball pits where they would have like a, a dump truck dump sand there. And then we have to take that sand that cats probably peed and pooped in in the right. entire neighborhood and like shovel it into the back of my dad's truck. And then we would unshovel it in our driveway at home. And then we'd take little white bags and put like a cup full of sand in them and like a little tea and light. a candle or something. Yeah, which seems really... Um, right, safe. Yeah. And so I'm living in a house. We just moved in. It was like November, October. This is the house over on... 83rd and Cactus? 63rd and Union Hills. Six, oh, yeah, right over here. And uh, No, that's where you live. I was on, I was on 63rd and yeah. Union Hills. Yeah, yeah, you're just south. Yeah, you're just on the other side of the wash from us. Kid knocks on my door, and uh, so I'm a salesman. I'm not good at a lot of things. One thing I'm good at, I'm good at selling stuff. Yeah. And so when someone tries to... It's like Michael Scott. He's like, when someone tries to sell me something, like I take it personal. If they're not good at it, it's insulting. <laughs> so I didn't relate that. But he knocks on the door, which I'm already like irritated. I hate when people knock on my door. They shouldn't. I used to have a sign. Katie said it was too mean. She took it down. I had a sign that said, do not knock on, do not knock on the door or ring the doorbell for any reason ever. Because nobody had a reason to knock on my door. What if your house was on fire? Still, I'll get out. Okay. I don't need... But what you if you're asleep? What? What if you're asleep? I'll, I'll take it. I'll die. It's a, it's a chance you're willing to take. <laughs> a chance I'm willing to take. Usually, I like naps. 
Uh, we've already talked about it. I stay yeah. up late, so I like naps. And so I hate if the doorbell rings or something and I'm in the middle of a nap. So mm. that makes me mad. So And then if you have kids, it wakes up the kids. The dogs bark for the next 10 minutes. So sure, I just think it's dumb that people ring. And it's like when Amazon drivers drop off their stuff, I don't need you to ring the doorbell and leave. Yeah. Just leave it on the porch. I'm going to get it the next time I go out there. So anyway, kid knocks on my door. Carl. Try- Is his name Carl? Sure. Okay, Carl. He goes, I'm selling luminaries. I'm like, okay, that's great. Kids at church, you know, sell luminaries for winter camp. I'll support them. And he's like, uh, but you know, I don't see any in your driveway yet. And I was like, or no, that wasn't how it goes. He's trying to sell luminaries. I think I just said no thanks. Okay. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't need your luminaries. And he's like, everybody in the neighborhood does it. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way yeah. everybody does it. And I'm like, it's okay, cool, kid. You know, thanks for stopping by. Get out of here. I think I see where this is going. Right? I'm just like, I don't need your help. Christmas Eve, we go to Palmcroft Eve, Christmas Eve service. Yeah. It's, no, it's known as Palmcroft Eve. Coming, right. coming home, I'm not kidding. Every single <laughs> house <laughs> has luminaries up and down the driveway except ours. And we, didn't, we only lived in that house like eight months and we did not make a lot of friends. <laughs> and that, that started us off on the wrong foot. Oh, wow. Um, but speaking of selling and then being offended by people trying to sell me stuff, I have a funny Taco Bell story. So first of all, I love Taco Bell. Didn't we have a Taco Bell story last week? I think I was going to tell it, but I didn't tell it. Okay. Is this 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 a spicy one? It's a good story. All right. I'm ready. Hit me. So bonus Taco Bell story. I heard they just brought back the double decker, which makes me happy. Okay. Because my whole life I go to Taco Bell and I get a Mexican pizza and I get a double decker. Those are my two things. Ella, do you know what a double decker is? I've never been to Taco Bell. You've never been to Taco Bell? No. That's strange. Do you, That's know what a, do you know what an upper decker is? <laughs> oh, gosh. I, Please I, say no. I don't we'll, want the answer to that. We'll okay. teach you about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you graduate high school, we'll teach you about double decker. So double decker is a crunchy taco wrapped in a tortilla. Crunchy and so taco. I always get Mexican pizza, no tomatoes, no pizza sauce, double decker with nacho cheese. That's my order. And then for a while, Taco Bell got rid of both, and I didn't go. Mm. And then they just brought back the Mexican pizza, and then my wife just sent me a message saying... Talk about bringing back the double decker. So I'm excited. Ooh. I haven't gotten it yet. But if I do, I'll let you know. So anyway, right. I'm at a Taco Bell. Needless to say, I go to Taco Bell a lot. I don't need assistance. I know how to order Taco Bell. I'm good at it. <laughs> I know exactly what I want. And so I go to Taco Bell. I order Mexican pizza, no tomatoes, no pizza sauce. First question, you want to add sour cream to that? No, thanks. Would you like to make it spicy? No, thanks. Right? <laughs> so then he goes, is that all? Which also irritates me. Yeah, like, I'll yeah. tell you when I'm done. Right? So then I go order the next thing. And I order a steak quesadilla, no creamy jalapeno sauce. He goes, you want to add sour cream? I said, no, thanks. He goes, you want to make it spicy? I go, no, thanks. <laughs> I order one more thing. Oh, gosh. Is Katie with you at this? Katie and Lincoln are in the car. Okay. Okay. I order one more thing. His first question is, do you want sour cream on that? And I immediately say, from here on out, dude, I'll let you know if I want anything spicy or added. I know exactly <laughs> what I want. And it almost sounded like he started to cry. We're in the drive-thru, and he goes... Is this through the speaker? Yeah, he goes, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's great. <laughs> we'll do it better. I don't need you to ask. Once you say no twice, that's it. You don't have to ask it ever again. And Lincoln and Katie were both like, you were so rude to that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, it wasn't rude. He asked me, and I said no nice twice. Uh-huh. Like, what am I supposed to say? No, the whole order? Like, yeah. So that bothered me. Um, that's my Taco Bell story. You think that kid still works at Taco Bell? I don't know. Think I mean, he's, think he's a Taco Bell. I think sometimes it is just like a reflex. You're like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Which makes me mad. But like, just here's your advice, salespeople. Oh, oh. there's no doubt that people have been worse to him. Don't Taco Bell. don't waste time on people that say no. That's yeah. a sales secret for anybody out there selling. It Someone reminds, says no, move on, and you'll be better off for it. It reminds me of the uh, Chip Radosevich story of the pickles. Ooh, that's a good story for yeah. later. For later? I'll tell it later. Okay. I'll tell a, a dine-in story with Chip Stern Pickles. I'll yeah. tell it now. Who cares? Yeah, we need it. We're at Johnny Rockets. Ethan, so curious. Ethan, do you know who Chip is? I have no idea. So this is my Uncle Chip, my cousin Ted, one of my best friends of all time, and his sister Carrie. And they've got an older sister Sarah. Yeah. Super close. Ted and Carrie were like my best friends yeah. when I was little. Um, Chip's diehard Cubs fan. Diehard Cubs fan. We call him Chicago Dad. And he's also like not afraid to mix it up with anybody ever. Yeah, there's like, no there's no filter. I've been at like lit- old man church softball. He's yelling at mm-hmm. the um- he's not even playing. No, like Dave and I are playing. Yeah, and, and he's yelling through the fence at the umps at old man church softball. He's at Jack- and I'm pretty sure the umpire's got one leg and one eye. When Jack was like, <laughs> he's like halfway to Helen Keller. <laughs> when Jack was like six, we're at a little league game and 
somebody says something and immediately Chip's just like, save it, pal. This <laughs> is like, that's who he is. He got in a fight at a movie theater, yeah. sticking up for a woman that a guy was like being rude to her. Oh and my gosh, I can see it. All kinds of good stuff. I've been at other little league games where he's just like been coaching third base and someone won't shut up and he'll just turn and let him have it. Yell, you know, the filthiest yeah. things at him, get him to shut up. Yeah, so he'll, we're he'll, at, pr- he'll pray the spirit over him. We're at Johnny Rockets. I'm not there. And uh, so I just hear the story secondhand, but I know it's true. Oh, I believe it. No, Chip, I know it's true. Chip, like me, knows what he wants. He doesn't right. like pickles. Who likes pickles? They're, Nobody. They're gross. Nobody in our family likes pickles. They're gross. You're agreeing with me or shaking? No, yeah, I agree. Okay. I hate yeah. pickles. Pickles are gross. And so they're at Johnny Rackets, and he's like, I want a hamburger, no pickles. And then the guy's like, okay. And then he's like, I don't want pickles anywhere near my plate. Because if you put pickles on the bun. It's the pickle juice. The pickle juice permeates the whole bun. Which we yes. talk about this with Chick-fil-A all and the time. And it's ruined. You can't just take the pickles Correct. off. If you put pickles on the bun, it ruins the sandwich. Yep. So he's like, no pickles. So I got to give a little props to this probably high school kid being a waiter at I'm a Diner. <laughs> maybe it was his last day there. Or maybe he just, maybe he probably tells this story from the other side. Yeah, sure. He brings Chip a hamburger with the most pickles he could fit <laughs> on there. There's just pickles everywhere. Oh, the wrong guy. And Chip is just like... I don't come to this place to be abused. I think that's the quote I heard. And he takes the bun off and he just starts flicking pickles oh all over the restaurant. And he's just flicking them, Sticking flicking them the against walls. the wall, flicking them off. And he's like, I dare someone to come over and tell me to stop taking these pickles. So that's my pickle story with wow. Uncle Chip. Hashtag Chicago dad. Wow. Um, Legend. So I wanted to play a game. I'm a little more into pop culture and social media than Jeff is. That's for sure. Jeff's a professional and responsible, so he has to pay attention to other things. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I got, I got, I got four children. I gotta feed. Got, I wake up stuff, every day. How got, am I gonna feed this family? He's got stuff like that to do. Today I had to be at work for a stupid omelet bar. We did this omelet bar for our drivers, and so we made them all breakfast at nice. five thirty in the morning, which oh, was that, nice. Yeah, but that's still horrible. But then we didn't have a meeting till eleven. So at like six thirty, we're like, all right, what? Are, yeah, can, I could try to do something, but let's where face can it, I take a nap? I'm gonna can, work on my podcast. Can it be so, like the office, and you can like hide in the warehouse and like find a place to sleep? And you know, I'm not allowed in the warehouse anymore <laughs> since but, the incident. <laughs> since the incident. <laughs> um, but so we're at the warehouse all day, and so I'm starting to think I'm gonna come up with these celebrity tweets, copying other podcasts a little that I've heard. And so I've got famous people here. Famous. I brought five of them that you've heard of. Okay. Are you confident that I've heard of these people? Yes. Okay. Well, the first one, maybe not, but that's going to be part of the fun. <laughs> and celebrities are dumb. I think we can all they're agree re- to they're that. They're ridiculous. They're kind of dumb, and they, they don't know they're dumb, which is their biggest problem. They name their kids dumb names like Apple. Apple and all kinds of weird stuff. And so sometimes they tweet hilarious things. So I thought it'd be funny to find one of their hilarious tweets. Okay. And then also write one myself and see if you could pick which one's Ooh. real, which one's not. So my first one is from, do you know who Kylie Jenner is? Yes, I do. She's one of the Kardashians. She's in right? the Kardashian family. Okay, I didn't really know who she was till she was dating Devin Booker a couple of years ago. So I, don't, I guess I don't understand why she's a Jenner and then there's Kardashians. But that's probably marriages, blended families. I have no idea. No idea. Okay. But here's what's fun: What does Kylie Jenner do? Does anybody know? Dude, nobody knows. Besides being a Kardashian, Ella, do you know? Um, she has like she's on the TV show, obviously, but I think she has like her own like cosmetics line. Do you know Ethan? I, I would say I've heard of the cosmetics thing, but like, isn't she just like, I don't know, just influencer like on social media? So or something? I, I think it's cosmetics. I think it's influencer. But how much do you think she's worth? Oh my gosh. I think she's oh, 25 years old. It's a stupid number. It's going to be dumb, isn't it? Like, I'm going to say, what should she be worth for what she's doing? I'm going to say like 10, 15 million bucks, but it's probably like hundreds of millions. It's at least like, like 400 million. I'd say 250 million. When I Googled it this morning, it said she was worth $700 million. Oh, my. <laughs> and she's For what? so stupid. Like, Thank you. Like, Thank you. What? So this is first tweets are coming from Kylie Jenner. Okay? Oh, gosh. So I'm going to read you two. Here's the first tweet. When a cow pees, does it look like milk? <laughs> That's my first. <laughs> okay. Next tweet. Last night I had cereal with milk for the first time. Life-changing. Which one's fake? Which one's real? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say because she's like a valley girl, most likely. Um, I'm going to say cereal with milk. Cereal with milk. That's the real one. Okay. Good job, Jeff. Thank I made you. up the one about cow peeing. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like something that a guy good. would say. That's the only reason why. <laughs> okay, next one. If you get all these, this game, we're going to have to edit this out because it's okay. not going to be funny. No, it's going to be funny. Um, 
Kevin Durant. You know who Kevin Durant is. I, I'm we just talked about him. Yeah, he's really skinny. Here's my two tweets. His two tweets. His two tweets. I'm watching the History Channel in the club, and I'm wondering how do these people know what's going on on the sun? Ain't nobody ever been. Okay. <laughs> Next tweet. I don't think I understand any of that. <laughs> Out with the fellas. Bird poop just hit my dog. Gravity is weird, bro. Wow. I'm going to say um, the first one. History Channel is real. Good job, Jeff. Okay. I got to come up with better fake tweets. Yeah, yeah. You know who Justin Bieber is? I do know who the Biebs is. He's from Canada. Okay. I didn't know that. South America again? Yeah, same thing. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just outside of the, the capital city of Singapore. Bieber tweets. Ever wonder why we didn't start with three or four arms? <laughs> <laughs> Next tweet. I love arm. <laughs> which one's fake? Which one's oh, real? Oh, it's got to be the three or four arms. The I love arm is real. Oh so my I, gosh! I, I love got, arm. I finally that was this. Does tweet. arm like stand for something? I don't know. <laughs> oh my word! How long ago was this tweet? Do we know? That I don't know. I didn't write that down. Okay. So yeah, I mean he's been famous a long time. He could have tweeted this when he was thirteen. Who knows? I think he's still thirteen. He just has a so. weird, weird, creepy. Mustache. You know who Britney Spears is? I do know who Britney Spears is. Okay, here we go. Here's oh Britney gosh. Spears' She's crazy. tweets. She's crazy. That's why this is even funnier. Oh, my gosh. Does anyone think global warming is a good thing? I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. That's the first tweet. Second tweet. That's one tweet. That's say. the whole tweet. Two, two, Does anyone two think global months. warming is a good thing? <laughs> I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. <laughs> what? Next tweet. Fat people stay fat. Leave me out of it. Oh my gosh, they're both ridiculous. It's, it's got to be the first one. First one's crazy. the real one. First one's real because they're not even connected. So here is my last one, Chris Jenner, who Chris is Kylie's mom. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. okay. I would have guessed a guy. And she's not. You're right. That is weird. Okay, that there's the mom is Jenner. Bruce married someone else, or it was the mom Bruce married Jenner someone. that now became a chick. Caitlin. Right? Caitlin. Yeah. He's different, but I think the mom had a different husband who was like on the OJ trial. He's a lawyer. And his name is Kardashian or something. There you yeah, go. That's that where the Rob. connection is. That checks out. We're smart. Yeah. Okay, here. Chris Jenner. He's from Singapore. Two tweets. I feel like there's a giant meatloaf inside of me. Mm. Haven't we all? Next tweet. Why is it meatloaf bread? It says loaf. English isn't hard. Oh, it's going to be the first one. She feels like there's a meatloaf inside of her. First one's real. I did wow. pretty good. You did. You have four out of five. Either you did good or I did bad making up fake tweets. Well, the reality is your fake tweets match the insanity of um, what these people were doing. Could have gone back and forth. So that was my celebrity tweet game. Celebrity I'm going to come up with better fake tweets. Okay. So now we have an idea. What's our idea? We're going to do a Christmas movie draft. Oh, that's right. So here's how the draft works, Jeff. Um, hit, hit me. Me and you are going to do Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Which is what, Ella? Ella had no idea what Rochambeau it's was. It's in Hamilton. It's that's in all I got. It's is that because you Googled it after we brought it up? No, it's just because I've never It is in Hamilton. one of the songs. Have I oh. ever told you that I actually met Hamilton and it bothers Ella to this day? Oh, yeah. That's Alexander fun. Hamilton? Isn't he dead? Um, yeah, probably that one, but the guy who plays Hamilton. Oh, in, Lin-Manuel? Uh, sure. Lin-Manuel. I still, no. I still would not have known that name. Where'd you meet him? Uh, in New York. Really? So I was with Ethan. Ethan and I were in New York City last spring Yeah, April. And we were down on, um, you know, near... Um, Broadway. Okay. And we were at a, um, a burger joint. Shake Shack. Yeah. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah, we were at a Shake Shack. And I'm standing next to this dude wearing like a beret and he's got two little kids next to him. Like literally for me to you, yeah. like, our, our shoulders touched in line because it's, it's right. packed in there. And I can see like everybody looking at this dude and I'm like, what's so special about him? Like he's just a dude with kids. Yeah. And like everybody's like, it's Hamilton. I'm like, well, who cares? Like he's in a play. Right. Like <laughs> why is this guy a big deal? <laughs> like my daughter's been in a play. Like yeah. nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> and, and That's so, hilarious. Yeah. And then like one of the girls in, um, in our, in our group from Ethan's high school who, um, is fairly dramatic. Right. Um, you know, she comes she up cares to a little him. more. About yeah, it, yeah. She cares a little more. And she like, like, I don't know. She like postures, like she's super artsy. And, um, and she's just like, you know, comes up and like introduces herself and like wants to tell him how amazing he is. And he's like, you know, I, I'm here with my kids. And she's like, yeah. yeah, but I love you. And he's like, yeah, but I'm here with my kids. Right. Like, like which like, is fair. Yeah. Like, like back off. Yeah, I get it. So, and I actually texted out. I took a picture of him, I think, and I texted out because Ella loves Hamilton. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I just met this dude. What's his name again or something stupid? Manuel oh, Miranda. It is yeah. a dumb name, but yeah. But he and I talked in line like just about kids and whatever before I actually knew he was. I appreciate Hamilton. Everybody. I've listened to. to the soundtrack at least. 50 times, so okay. over the last five years. I still don't know his name, and you guys just said it. 
I saw a version of Hamilton in Arizona, but it wasn't the real one. Hmm. It was the... I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, movie draft. Me and you, Rochambeau. On three go, like one, two, three, then go, right? Sure. So, what we're doing this for is whoever wins Rochambeau gets the first pick. Okay. Or gets the choose. Oh, there you go. If they want the first pick. The second pick is the second and third Damn. pick. So, we're going to do... And then after that, we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to have to roll the dice so, if I win. I, I have a strategy here. Uh, uh, uh. Thought it was three, then go. Oh, Jeff, Jeff wins Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Scissors beat paper. Um, man. Here's my dilemma. I want, I definitely want two of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want my number one. It's tough. Um, it's tough um, 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 Ethan, what should I do? Give, give me, give me some, give me some advice. Should I, should I take the first pick or should I take the second pick and have two? And of then my what we're, so just so everyone knows what we're going to do is like, if you went first, you'd get the first pick. Okay. Then I'd get two, three. Then you get one. Eventually, we're both going to have five movies on our list. Okay. And then while we're drafting, we'll talk about the movies, why we like them, why people should watch them. And then we're going to post our list on social media, do a little poll on Instagram. And then people are going to vote who won the draft. Okay. And whoever wins the draft, out of the people that vote, we'll pick a winner and give them a gift card. Oh, I love it. So that's our plan. Okay. Can we choose the gift card, obviously? For sure. Can it be something ridiculous? Yeah. Okay. Can like uh, Borders bookstore? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. We'll give it to Best Buy like while they're still in business. Or Al Hunter Anonymous or Blockbuster. something like that. Yeah. Okay. They can rent a movie on a Friday night. So Jeff, it's your choice. You want the number one pick or the number two and three pick? I'm gonna go number two and three. Okay. okay. Is that the right decision, Ella? I mean, Dave's gonna say it's a wonderful life. So. I'm not. Because I, I don't I think, think Jeff's going to pick that. Dang it. I'm taking Die Hard, I number one. See, that's what I wanted, though. Die Hard is not just a Christmas movie. I mean, some people try to say it's not a Christmas movie because it's not about Christmas. It just takes place on Christmas. But Die Hard rules. And so my challenge, I know you'll, it's probably been 20 years since you've seen it, Jeff. <laughs> Die Hard? Not, have you seen oh, it recently? Oh, no, I watch Die Hard every Christmas. Okay. Ethan hasn't seen it yet. I just talked to him about it. Ella might be too young. But Ethan needs to watch it. That's your challenge this year. Oh, how have you not seen this? It's on TV like every... Well, it's because I have sisters that can't watch it. But you also got to watch the non-TV version because it's a little better. It is true. So I love Die Hard, and they ended up making five. I've seen all five. Five was bad, but I rock with Die Hard one through four. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know there was five. Have you seen four and five? You've seen four. Four was the one on 4th of July. Yes, I have seen four. So that was still good. I guess I just forget. A little ridiculous with the plane on the bridge and stuff, but still fun. Yeah. And then five was real bad. So I do love Die Hard. I started watching Die Hard with my kids. Too young. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, Jack, Jack's going to preschool saying yippee-ki-yay. I got, I got to the, like, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, and then you start wondering, like, how many Christmases do I have left? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, he, he really <laughs> needs to see this. My kids need to know what Die Hard is. So there's a couple scenes where I'd say, like, pillows, and my kids would cover their eyes with pillows, <laughs> and then we'd move but their on. Ear, but their ears are open? But they're brief. I don't really care what they hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything to hear is no comparison to what Katie says. On her, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't oh know my wife, my she's gosh. the nicest she person the in the nicest world. So that's world. why that's funny. Yeah. Um, so I love Die Hard. And I also say, like, it holds up. If you haven't seen Die Hard, oh, for sure. you should watch it. Just know that it's R-rated, so don't hold it against me. If you get offended, I don't care. Um, I don't care if you get offended, and I don't care if you get mad about it. But you care about all these things. Just watch it, and it holds up. Like, the special effects aren't bad. The action is still good. The bad guy is so good. It's Snape from uh, Harry Potter. So some of the younger fans will know who that guy is. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Yep. Fantastic actor. Stole the show. And you don't even like hate him because he's such a good actor. And he's so funny. And you just memorize these lines that I'll mutter. And the accent. All the time. The, Mr. Takanawa will not be joining us for the rest of his life. <laughs> it's lines like that that are just so good. Yeah, there's classic 80s lines. Yeah, it's so good. When Alexander yeah. saw the breadth of his domain and saw there was nothing left to conquer, he wept. <laughs> it just, I love like little deep cuts like that from Die Hard. It's a great movie. We showed it to our son's girlfriends last Christmas. Okay. And they both were like, this movie's awesome. Nice. And that doesn't always happen when you show young people new things. And even this year, they're like, when are we watching Die Hard? <laughs> so they know. Like, it, it holds up, I'm telling you. So Die Hard and Predator are okay. the two of the 80s <laughs> action movies. Predator. Predator's not we a just, Christmas movie. We just movie. slid that one in there. <laughs> I have to tell this Predator story now because it's funny. Quick, quick. <laughs> you were looking for an opportunity. Quick like, I got this story I got to talk about. And it about. makes sense because I used to watch R-rated movies with my kids. And like these 80s action movies are great, but there was always be some weird 
gratuitous nude scene. Sure. And so we would watch these movies and skip a part or two, but I'd never let them watch them without me because we had no when I had to sit pillows. Yeah. <laughs> and so we settled on Lincoln always. I like naps. So sometimes on nap days, Lincoln would be like, oh, he's gosh. probably five or six years I old at this, this time. I see where this is going. And he's like, the nap, the nap is going to win the day. He's like, I need, a, I need a movie to watch. He's like, can I watch, you know, this? Can I watch? And it's always no. It's always no. We finally get to Predator and it holds up. Same thing. Awesome movie. And there's nothing in it but language and violence. So, and some of the dirty jokes go right over his head. So I'm like, fine, you can watch Predator while I take a nap. Who cares? No harm, no foul. And so Predator ends up becoming one of his favorite movies. And then a little later on, uh, Faith and Mark Burmich are babysitting our kids. They have two little girls. Oh, gosh. And uh, Mark's like, Lincoln's five years old, I think, you know. Mark's <laughs> like, you guys want to watch a movie? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, we got Incredibles, Toy Story, Lincoln straight face. You got Predator? <laughs> <laughs> and Mark's like, Predator with Arnold? And Lincoln's like, yeah. And he's like, I don't think we can watch that, but that's awesome. So that's my good Predator story. Watch so Predator. I, I got to know this. After that moment, did you guys ever watch Mark and Faith's Kids? I don't think anybody <laughs> watches Mark and Faith's Kids. <laughs> I don't think Faith wants people to babysit her kids. Oh. Um, we'll edit that out later in case she doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we did plenty of times. Yeah, I'm sure you did. As Who well. knows? Okay, so I went diehard, Jeff. You get two and three. Two and three. Okay, my uh, my number two is definitely going to be Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase, okay. which I do absolutely love. And same thing. My kids recently watched it the whole time without saying pedos. because <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple scenes. If you have, if you're not watching the TV version, sure, there's a couple times where it gets a little hairy. Um, but I do love Christmas Vacation. Yeah, there's I, so many classic lines in Christmas Vacation. It's so great. Friends all the time to me say, you know, they use the bad word. They always say poopers full. Yeah, that correct. Cousin Eddie song where yeah. he's standing up front. I say you serious Clark all the time. Yeah. That's at the dinner table. He's saying, you know, hey kids, the news said Santa's coming. And everybody's like cheering. And Cousin Eddie's like, you serious Clark? Like, well, there, there's so many Cousin Eddie lines. Like when he pulls up with the RV and it's just like a hunk of junk. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, don't be falling in love with it. I'm taking that with, with me and I leave here next month. <laughs> I love that. I love Clark's little uh, We're gonna go eggnog mug, the uh, little with, moose with mug. Moose. I have that. My mother-in-law, Wendy, yeah. got that for me. So I have the little moose here's eggnog. Yeah. Um, Christmas vacation rules. Eddie tells his wife to go get the rubber sheets out. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of such a thing. Horrible. That's great. It's yeah. fantastic humor. All right, so. Christmas vacation definitely would have been on my list. So that's a good pick. Now Chris, you get the next pick, too. Christmas Vacation. And then the other one that I'm going to say that probably isn't going to, that may not be on yours, is actually Rudolph Stop Motion. The claymation one? Yeah. So I like, don't know if that would have made my top five, but I do love it. Yeah. So like I just have such good memories as a kid because, have you, do you know what I'm talking about, Ella? I mean, maybe, but like why? Because it's awesome. Yeah. So it's like. Like it's weird. We, we it's didn't the have, right amount of weird. Well, and we didn't have the internet. So like we Correct. couldn't like just like watch whatever we wanted to watch. And like you couldn't go to like Blockbuster and rent, and rent something and rent like you had to get lucky motion. if something was on you TV. You had to get lucky, yeah. So it's like as a kid, like imagine like Annie's age, like seven, eight, nine, ten, and it's like I just happened to catch it at the right time during the Christmas season. It's like oh sweet, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is on. It's like it only came on like once or twice a Christmas. We had like four channels, right? And, and uh, you had to get up to change the channel. Yeah, so it's like if I looked, if I watched it today, it probably wouldn't be amazing, but it's just like it's nostalgic. But like it would keep your interest. I do love it. I have oh, a yeah. funny Rudolph story. I'm going to make Ella watch it tonight before she goes to bed. She's really tired. Nice. It's not happening. I heard you enjoyed my Rifle Pony and Me song. Did you listen to it? It was two minutes. It was It was great. Thanks, Ella. No, it's not oh, true. She like... lasted a whole 20 seconds. I did. Not even. Not okay. even. Yeah, Ethan and I were standing there, and she. I actually looked at the timer on the bottom of the uh, YouTube video, and she was gone. She's like, okay. Did you listen to it later? No. Not yeah, a chance. Yeah, I did. Okay. No, uh-huh. Ella's not a liar. She is. She's totally lying to you right now. I can tell by the look on her face. <laughs> she just put her tongue between her teeth and went, so I used to sell flooring. I'm a salesman. Yes. And there was this weird customer. When you're the new guy, you get the customers nobody else wants. For sure. And so <laughs> I can tell a lot of stories about this guy. I'm only going to tell this one. And I had to go to, he worked out of his house. So I had to go to his house once to make like a sales call. And this guy lived by himself. And you remember the characters from Rudolph? It was the guy who wanted to be a dentist. Correct. The guy with the pickaxe. Yeah, kind of some creepy guys. Rudolph. And the, and the guy had the weird goatee. Yeah. And was there a fourth one? Was the snowman with him? The snowman's Frost? in there, yeah. So anyway, I'm at this guy's house. He's a 30-year-old adult male, lives by himself. His whole living room 
is Rudolph figurines from that Rudolph. Wow, he's in jail somewhere right now. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. So, but And I remember just being there like, this is weird. Did that house have a basement, Dave, with no windows? <laughs> I don't know. I got okay. out of there pretty fast. Did he drive a van with he's no like, windows? He's like, hey, come over here. I'm like, nah, I'll stay in the doorway. I'm good. <laughs> I'll did stay right here. Did he have like a did he have like a like a like a row of candy leading to his front door? Smelled really bad, like Dahmer, and he's like, my <laughs> family sent me some pork chops. There's, they went bad. There's freezers <laughs> everywhere in this freezer house. Freezer just went out. Don't worry about the smell. So it was bad. So that's real. Okay, so my next one. What did I say? Okay, so easy. It's a wonderful life. Ooh, perfect. My second favorite. See, part of this is like these are my favorites, but then also I'm playing strategy of what I think that you're gonna pick. Same. I knew you weren't gonna pick It's a Wonderful Life because you don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Do you want me to sell you on it? No, I don't. Okay. Because there's no selling that's going to happen. I, and you're a great salesman. Is, could, is there anything I could do to get you to watch it? Um, Maybe. I have to think what that is. I'm not easily swayed like when I want to do something. I know, but it's not like a Christmas movie. Yeah. You can't just, I mean, it is because it takes place during Christmas, but it never even gets to Christmas Day. But you can't just dismiss it as this old black and white boring movie. Okay. It's about like the value of a man besides... I, I, like, what's a man worth I'll, besides making money? And it deals with prayer. And it's just great, dude. Like, I love it. I'm telling you, I yeah. could talk about it for a long time and cry, but I'm okay. not going to. But it deals I'll, more with. I'll watch it if Ella commits to listening to the entire song. So that's two minutes, and you got to go for Listen, like a two and a half hour movie. Is so, it that long? Oh, it's longer than that, I thought. I think I don't think it's quite three hours. It's okay. less than. Can I do it like over the course of a year? I'm going to Google like it five, right now. Like, you got to like just three watch minutes it, a day. I'm telling you, it's. You got to watch it, you got to pay attention. Do you want me to make you dinner and come over and watch it? Um, yeah, do, you that, make, do you want to make fun of me and watch me cry at the end? <laughs> that I kind of do, actually. I'll post on the Instagram. It's not just the end. I cry the whole time. I'm looking for the running time right now, so I can tell you. Two hours, ten minutes. Psh, piece of cake. Sure, I thought it was. Piece of cake. Maybe it seemed longer. Do you, when you, now, that's the key. I'll, I'll pray about it. When you watch it young, it's bad. Yeah. You're like, this movie's boring. I'm still young at heart. As I got older and different things happened in my life, it started to mean more to the, me. The back, so. of, the back of my head's an old man, but my heart is very young. <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. Watch it, Jeff. You got the next pick. Okay, next pick for me is definitely going to be Home Alone. Home Alone 1 or 2? I'm going to go with the with number 1. Okay. Ella says 2. I love I think two. younger people like 2. Yeah. My wife likes 2 more. I like 1 more. Yeah, I like I saw, 1 more. I think by the time 2 came out, I was a little too cool to go see kid movies. And so I didn't really care about 2 that much. But I saw 1 in the theater, and I remember it. And it was a big deal. Oh, a huge deal. You ever watch that show, The Movies That Made Us, on Netflix? Um, yeah, I have, actually. It's kind of a fun show. And they, they do feature Home Alone. They did a Home Alone one. And the, it's not the one where they talk about everything in the house. And I didn't know this until I watched it. Everything in the house is either red or green. Everything's red or green. Wallpaper, carpet. Everything. Um, another, faucets, like sinks, like all of it. So like, as you watch it now, it's like, oh, my paid, gosh. Another cool thing they did is the, all they had was like a school and a gymnasium. So they built this house in a gymnasium so they could film the movie in there. So it's kind of cool. So when you see, like, every time they're in the house, they're in a gymnasium in a school. Okay. It's kind of a fun fact. I remember from watching the movies. But the house. actual house does exist. It does. It's, it's been sold. I the front of it. it. The yeah, front of it correct. exists, for and, sure. And it's been sold like a dozen times. It's crazy. Okay, so you did Home Alone. You took Christmas Vacation from me. I'm going to go with Elf, number three. Okay. that's on my. That was on my list. So. I love Elf. Fun fact about Elf. They didn't know Zoe Duchanel could sing when they hired her. So that like singing the scene in that's the shower the, where she's the singing. Chick? Singing the... Uh, Cold outside. Yeah, they added that in later once I realized she could sing. Oh, so that's kind of fun. Do you know? Guess how much money Will Ferrell turned down to film a sequel? Uh, uh fifteen million. Twenty nine million. Oh dang! They offered him to do Elf too, but he thought it wouldn't be good, and he'd be doing it just for the money, so he didn't take it. Oh, wow. So that's kind of good. I respect that about Will wow. Ferrell. Is there anything that you wouldn't do just for the money, Dave? I don't know if there's anything I wouldn't do for $29 million. <laughs> <laughs> Based on my current yeah. financial outlook, uh, like it'd have to be facing hard time to yeah. not do it for $29 million. I hear you. Okay, so you got the next pick. Next pick for me is going to be uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Dang it. Yeah. I, really that I knew that we'd both want that I one. really wanted that one. Yeah. Why do you like Charlie Brown Christmas? Again, it's, it's, the, it's the nostalgia for me. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's one that actually transcends generations for sure. It does. So the reason I love it I really love it just for one scene, and it's Linus's speech. Yep. Yeah. And if you know anything about, you know, Peanuts, Linus always has his blanket. Correct. The only time Ben doesn't have his blanket is when he tells this one story on stage about the true meaning behind Christmas. And so, yeah, if you pay attention to that, he doesn't have the blanket. I've never noticed that. The lights are off. The spotlight's on him. He gives that sweet little speech about what Christmas means, and he says, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And that always, like, gets me teary-eyed. Where I used to work, I had a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree that I used to put on my desk, but... No, I don't have a desk, so 
I don't use it anymore. It's in a box <laughs> in the garage. But if Katie ever doesn't want to have a real tree or a fake tree, I told her we're just going to have the Charlie Brown tree For on sure. the table. We don't need anything else. Yeah. Well, once the kids are gone. So I do love Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. So now I got to. Now what, now what are you going to do? I don't know. Because that was your next one, do. wasn't it? That was it, man. I wanted Charlie Brown Christmas. Well, you got to have you got to have another one coming behind. All right. Give me a second. Really? Give me a second. I don't like Home Alone 2. It's so good. Like, it's okay. It's so much better. It's okay. Well, I don't know how it's so much better. <laughs> I just like how it's in New York. It's it's cute. Yeah. You know what I'm going to go with? What are you going to go with? I'm going with Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. So the whole story of Scrooge. Ella is, just gave you a dirty look. She's like, really? No, it's just like. You have all these choices. I wouldn't expect these to go from Die Hard to Mickey. That's yeah. that's what I do. I got range. Yeah. So yeah. I've <laughs> got range in the ball field. If, range. You're, if you're in my truck, you're going to hear Eminem or you're going to hear Dean Martin and Ricky Nelson. Like, <laughs> I, I got range. So what did I just say? <laughs> Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mickey, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I love Mickey's Christmas Carol. I love the story of Scrooge, and I also love when Disney used to be good back when they had the classic characters like Mickey and Donald. So yeah, I'm all in on Mickey's Christmas Carol. And I also think when you used to watch it when we were kids, the beginning of it was some of those other shorts, like the ones where Chip and Dale were stuck in the tree and Pluto trying to get them. And so I just remember sure. as a kid it being fun to watch that whole VHS tape. Yeah, be kind. Please rewind. Shout out to the past. All right, so that's my fourth pick. Jeff, you're up. Uh, Fifth number, and final num- pick. Number five for me isn't going to be like a classic Christmas. It's one I'm, I'm doing it for, for my wife and for the city of New York because <laughs> Amber and I love New York City. Okay. I'm going to say You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. That is yeah. not a Christmas movie. You no, know, it is a Christmas movie. Um, you Use the internet, so it'll tell you. Oh, and yeah. um, Because there's, there's um, important parts of the movie that take place during Christmas. And um, and well, the favorite place for Amber and I to travel is actually New York at Christmas time. Okay. And so for us, there's a lot of like nostalgia, a lot of um, you know, a lot of memory. So like even like when her and I just go to New York City, we have traveled to the different places where like scenes were shot. You know, okay. For that movie, I've so, never been to New York, so we love it. I'd love to go. Did you know that it was a remake of a movie? I did. It was the remake of oh gosh, I know what the answer to this. It might even be the name of her shop in the movie. It's, it's like a shop around the shop corner. around the corner. That's Is that the, the name of the that's movie? That's the original one. Okay. Yeah. I always was a Sleepless in Seattle fan instead. So that's Amber's number one favorite movie of all time. I didn't love you Scott Mail. Sleepless in Seattle. But Sleepless in Seattle is great. Yeah. Still holds up. And I think, and I've always, and it, I can appreciate um, You've Got Mail because Amber's always loved it, but yeah. I liked it more when we went to New York and kind of, because it, right. it, it took feels, on a different meaning. It, it feels a little authentic to like the Upper West Side kind of thing. Okay. Hmm. Number five, Dave. Ella just made fun of me for picking a cartoon. Yeah, she did. So I'm going to try not to pick a cartoon. She, you're going to try to do something more manly? Again. I was thinking about the Grinch, the cartoon version. Which well, that's um, good. did but you know the Grinch was originally one. just black and white? It was in the cartoon version. So like in the book, it was black and white. Like um, nineteen sixty-six. All books black and white. They, they I'm made just kidding. It, they made <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Dave. <laughs> the books you read have pictures. Man, I don't know what to pick. I didn't think I'd get this far. I didn't think you'd take Charlie Brown Christmas. You were counting on Charlie Brown, weren't you? I'm not going to go Die Hard 2, even though it's still Christmas. I feel like there's a big one that you guys haven't picked yet. It's not one of my favorites. But I feel like it's a lot of people's I think favorites. a lot of people like a lot of different you can, things. You can drop it, Ethan. I'm not worried. Uh, uh, I got a list here. I'm going to give an okay. honorable mention. You know what I'm going to do? Fine. You picked one for your wife. I'll pick one for my wife because yeah. I do enjoy it. I'm going to go Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. The new one, which I say new. It came out in the 90s. Sure. The remake. But even just, I remember the scene where Santa's working and lady brings her deaf child and is like, she just wants to sit in her lap. You don't have to talk to her. And of course, because he's a real Santa, he knows all the languages. So he starts speaking to her in sign language. And it was real like sweet and touching. And that scene alone put it on the list. Now, here's my honorable mentions. You're such a sensitive man, Dave. You know, I can be. I'm telling you, I'm a crier. I mean, you're the guy who makes guys cry in Taco Bell (laughs) drive-thru. Hey. He was offended me with his sales skills. Yeah, he make you know Miracle on Thirty Four. Random people in South America, Singapore, upset. So here's what we missed out on because some people did send us lists. Um, Bushwhacker, Shadow O'Neill. Nobody's seen that but me. And my, <laughs> Nobody ever has and my seen family. Bushwhacker. And I don't know if it was a Christmas movie, but it was probably we were on, probably on Christmas break when we because made it. you guys were you guys were the um, we were producers, stars, stars. Yeah, producers, writers, directors, yeah. actors, Casting. all of it. Um, we did Christmas Carol. Um, White Christmas, which stinks, but that's a famous one. Yeah. Jingle All the Way. And I had a couple of people text me that, that they really liked it. Really? I, just, I never saw it. Yeah. I, I've seen it. I would. I think yeah. it was a little past my prime. Same thing. Okay. Um, Christmas Story, a that's, lot of people love. That's I, the one I thought of. That's why you thought favorite. of it? I don't like it. 
It's yeah. stuff. It's no yeah. good. Yeah, it's 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 like it's a wonderful life. It's Same on thing. TV. That's wrong. That's <laughs> You're mean. Uh, Christmas with the cranks. We talked about. We didn't say that. Scrooge. Gremlins. I almost said Gremlins. Yeah, I thought of Gremlins too. But I didn't want to. I wanted to stay with the touchy yeah. stuff. So here's our list. Jeff. All right, my list. My Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Rudolph. Home Alone. Charlie Brown Christmas. You've got mail. Nailed it. Dave's list. Die Hard. It's a Wonderful Life. Elf. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Miracle on 34th Street, the new one. So I stole Charlie Brown from you. You stole Die Hard from me. Did I stake any of the other ones that you... Um... I mean, I definitely would have. If I was just doing my top five, it's Die Hard, It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, Christmas Vacation, Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. So you got two good ones that I definitely would have had. Sure. And I probably only took Die Hard from you. And yeah. Elf. I think you like Elf. I do like Elf. Yeah. yeah Elf would have... But it was between Elf and You've Got Mail for me. Okay. Elf was fun. So those are lists. We're going to have our producer post those on yeah, she Instagram. Is. She's going to make a poll for us. And I want people to vote. And remember, if you vote, we're going to pick someone who voted and give you a prize. Oh, my gosh. Borders gift card. We're going Border, to let you come hunt the owl in Jeff's backyard. Borders, Blockbuster, Kmart. Something like that. Sizzler. Yeah, Yellow Front. Do you remember Yellow Front? Yellow Front. Oh, my gosh. What, what are I just places? Really, I just really aged myself. What is Yellow there's gonna Front? Be people, there's going to be people out there who are going to remember. Yellow Maybe Front a, and Federated. Federated? Federated was like one of the like original like um, technology stores, like Circuit City. I remember Circuit City. Yeah. Okay, dude. Interesting. Amber and I bought our first TV from. Maybe City. maybe that'll be our next draft. Stores that are out of business. Who <laughs> 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 we'll come up with the best list of stores that didn't make it? Mm-hmm. And what store should not make it? Exactly. Yeah. All right. I think we're done. Thanks, everybody. All right, Ella, take us out, girl. Bring us home. Cheese burgers, church fans, random thoughts, two best friends. Every Monday, tune on in, cause Jeff and Dave, we've just began. Dishing stories, serving laughs. Don't panic, now just relax. American cheese is where it's at. Oh yeah, we've got your back. American Cheese Podcast. <laughs>